the way of solitude and community. In Christian understanding, we, we enter self-knowledge by seeing, knowing, experiencing the risen Jesus and knowing that he is within us as we are in him and that is the experience of self-knowledge for us. How do we come to know the risen Christ in this way, on our way of self-knowledge? First of all, not through visions, voices, ecstasies, raptures, or levitation, or raising your body temperature by 16 degrees. That's not what it's about. We come to know Christ on this way of self-knowledge through silence, which purifies our mind, through stillness that brings us to poverty of spirit by letting go of desires, by simplicity, by bringing us again to the spontaneity and the vulnerability of children, unless you become like a little child. So it's through this contemplative amalgam of silence, stillness, and simplicity that we begin to grow in that self-knowledge that brings us into the knowledge that we are known and the knowledge of the risen Christ. Secondly, in our relationship to others, receiving love, being known, participating in life with others. So here's silence and honey cakes again. The first way in which we come to this self-knowledge, silence, stillness, and simplicity, and the second way, being with others, eating honey cakes. Because there's not much fun eating honey cakes all by yourself. But this means paying attention to those that we are attracted to, paying attention to those we find unattractive, that we dislike or fear, seeing reality from the other person's point of view, meaning of dialogue, and contemplating the existence of others quite detached from our own likes or dislikes. This is what community means. And today on this Feast of St. Benedict, we should be thinking about how these two sides of the journey of life, the spiritual meaning of life, relate. The way of silence and the way of honey cakes the way of solitude, embracing, discovering and embracing our own essential uniqueness, that's solitude. But spin the coin, and that solitude opens you to a wider and deeper range of relationship to others, which ultimately has no boundaries because everything is related. Jesus is known best when we get to know others who know him. I found that as I got to know John Main in the years when I was living and working with him. More important than anything that we did was, from my point of view, was seeing the way he lived, seeing how totally authentic his commitment to meditation and to the other ways of prayer how deep and authentic that was. 
seeing how he dealt with difficult situations and difficult people, how he had integrity and honesty and courage. And as I saw all of this, I was increasingly aware of the presence of Christ and that I saw Christ in him. I wasn't confusing them, but they were one undivided person. And that knowledge, that awareness, awakened in me an understanding and a love for Christ such as I had not had before and has continued. Certainly what they both had in common, Jesus and John Maine, was that they both did not seek attention from others. They always pointed away from themselves. John Maine to Christ, Jesus to the Father. But in that very turning away, you were able to see the real person. The ego was, was out of the picture. So you could see the real person. And then when you saw the real person, with the eyes of faith, you could see Christ with them. One undivided person. And so we come to see and intuitively perceive Jesus in a new and unpredictable way. Gradually we realize that we have our own direct personal connection and, or line of communication or degree of union with Jesus. And this is the effect of living in the body of Christ, living with people who know him and are known by him. The community that is the essence of the church. Let's end with these quote from John Maine for St. Benedict's Day. No religious community or spiritual fellowship is justified merely by what it does. However apostolically oriented a community is, whatever service it gives, there must be silence at its center. And this center must be the focal point of its raison d'etre, from which will flow all its good works and activities. Out of the solitude, good works will blossom and flow in abundance.